on today's episode of Nerd is the New Cool. Back to school, back to school, to prove to dad that I'm, I'm not no a fool. fool. Back to school movies, coming right at you. Hello, Lambert. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm really excited about today's episode. This is a good one. So, appropriately for the back to school, thinking about the time of year, we've chosen two back to school movies. So, I have a question for you. What's your first memory of, well, I guess we should say the movies first. We've chosen Billy Madison and appropriately titled Back to School. Back to School. Yeah. So, first memories. Memories about seeing Billy Madison. I don't know. I mean, I've seen this movie so many times. I couldn't, I, I can't recall the first time that I've seen it. I mean. Well, what do you think of when you think of the of the film Billy Madison? All the quotes. It's crazy, right? I mean, having gone back and rewatched it, I mean, I've seen it, it a million times too. It's I, a, I couldn't believe how many of those quotes are actually in my normal vernacular. Right. And that's, <laughs> that's the crazy thing. It's like, oh, there's another scene. Yep, there's another quote. And there's another quote. And there's another quote. And we will, we we won't get into that, but what about back to school? Just Rodney Dangerfield. I mean, at his, I wrote down some his, things at his best. I will, we'll argue that later on, but it's pretty damn close, right? And it you, is. You just forget how many like little quick one hitters he's got, and and sarcastic remarks. It was it was kind of cool watching these two movies because it's basically college in the eighties versus well K through twelve in the nineties. In the nineties, yeah, and a young smug RDJ. Right, yeah, which is one of the highlights of of back to school. But let's not let's not spoil it. So let's jump into our categories. All right, we're going to jump into we're going to talk about uh, real quick summary of back to school. And this is according to IMDb. To help his discouraged son get through college, a fun loving and obnoxious rich businessman decides to enter the school as a student himself. And this debuted June thirteenth, nineteen eighty six. And Billy Madison. In order to inherit his fed-up father's hotel empire, an immature and lazy man must repeat grades 1 through 12 all over again. And it debuted February 10th, 1995. Yeah. All right. So, okay. First category, uh, BS rankings. Back to School has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 86% and an IMDb score of 6.6. Billy Madison, just behind, 79% and 6.4. I mean, this is pretty close, but I think I think that... I think Adam Sandler gets... He gets shit on a lot. I think he does too, especially for some of the later, like his early movies, gold. Jack and Jill was horrific. Oh yeah, that was bad. But I think that if you think about like the ratings, especially Rotten Tomatoes, that incorporates a lot more critic scores and critics don't want to admit that they like Adam Sandler, I think. Uh, Right. Because it's, I mean, it's slapstick, you know, Mm -hmm. dick and fart joke comedy and (laughs) critics aren't going to like that. We're going to like that. (laughs) But critics yeah. traditionally don't like, and and honestly, the same thing with Back to School. It's Rodney Dangerfield. It all, uh, did it's. Cool. I was actually, I was thinking about I was thinking about like while while I was watching the movie, I actually watched it this morning, and I'm like, how much of this did he ad lib? I'm I'm gonna say like eighty percent of it. Don't you think? A I lot, mean, a lot. Maybe that's a high percentage, but he's not known for being an actor. No, and, he's a comedian. And, and even I think that when we talked about Caddyshack at one point, that was something that was you know, very clear that apparently he hadn't done any acting and he was not used to it. And he was eventually got comfortable enough to just basically do his shticks. And there's a lot of similar shticks in this that there are in Gaddy. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well, I mean, yeah, we can, we'll get into it. All right. So we're gonna get that back to school, but again, it's probably because of the critic scores. Cause again, cause, cause Adam Sandler does just get shit on by, by the critics, in my opinion, the Tarantino award for writing. So back to school, the story is actually by Rodney Dangerfield which I did not know. Hmm. He also, if you didn't know, Roger Dangerfield also wrote the story for Easy Money. Greg Fields was another co-writer. He wrote In Living Color, or episodes from In Living, Co- In, Lo- In Living Color, This Night Show with Johnny Carson. And finally, Dennis Snee, who was a writer for Family Matters and Empty Nest. So that really kind of runs the gamut there with some films, some TV shows. Some sketch comedy sketch and some comedies, yeah. TV shows, yeah. So that was the story. The screenplay was by Stephen Campman, who also wrote for WKRP in Cincinnati, which is a show that isn't spoken about enough. No, no it's not. <laughs> it, uh, w- also written by William, or the screenplay was also written by William Porter, PJ Torokve, 
I've really butchered that name, but sure. if you want to look at his screenwriting chops, Real Genius is one of the big ones. And here's the big name also in, you know, involved with the screenplay was Harold Ramis. We know Harold Ramis from a lot of things, but as far as like his major writing credits, Meatballs, Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, Stripes, and Groundhog Day. Love it. Uh, Billy Madison, um, Tim Hurley, wrote a lot. He, he was an SNL writer for from 93 to 19 and did Wedding Singer, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, Mr. Deeds, Big Daddy, Pixels, a lot of Adam Sandler stuff. And then Adam Sandler, which is basically all of the above plus almost everything that he's ever been in. He has helped write. Yeah, so I think this kind of comes down to what genre not genre it's all the same genre but what time period are you did you grow up in mm-hmm. so this is clearly the adam sandler like the chris farley age of early 90s through all of these shows and movies whereas back to school is a little bit earlier still still kind of goes through the 90s but it's more based on like it's it's bill murray based essentially harold ramus obviously but all of yeah, these it's, movies mid 80s versus mid 90s yeah so I love Adam Sandler and I love all these Adam Sandler movies, but I do think as far as like the, the hit, the, the power hits, it's Harold Ramis. It's gotta be Harold Ramis. Yeah, absolutely. So that alone itself, I think gives back to school. All mm-hmm. right, back to school. I agree too. My movies have been getting their ass kicked the last couple of times episodes we've done. So I'm glad, I'm just glad to know that I'm, hey, least, it's not my fault. I picked a better, bad movie. You always pick better <laughs> movies. And I think that, uh, in this instance, I'm just glad to be ahead to, and it's not necessarily a better movie. No, just in these uh, in some of these categories my i'm just movies, happy i'm just happy i'm getting some points my movies tend from to from time to time tend to you know clean house Our spielberg award for directing the director for back to school his name is alan metter he also directed police academy mission to moscow and that was basically it <laughs> that's all i could find that was that was even something you'd recognize that's surprising uh tamra right. davis billy madison she did half-baked crossroads cb4 Mm-hmm. Gun crazy. She had a bunch of other stuff, but I, Bill, Ta- Tamara Davis wins it just with half baked. Yeah, I agree. I think it's better than Police Academy Mission to Moscow. I think so. Now, too. if this was like the first Mission Academy, uh, if it was the first Police Academy, then I think. Or would you, I say? Yeah, not Mission Academy, Police Academy. I think you probably it's either a tie or it's a squeak out win for Back to School. I agree. Okay, Billy Madison takes that one. I hold that in high regard. <laughs> the Tom Hanks Award for Best Leading Role, Back to School. Got a few kind of main characters. I mean, Rodney Dangerford is Dangerfield is the main character. He plays Thornton Mellon, but we also have Sally Kellerman. It's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good uh, what do you call it? Group of actors that are ensemble. Ensemble. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. Whereas Rodney is the main character. He's on the screen the most. There are some other characters that have a lot of screen time. Yeah. So Sally Kellerman plays Dr. Diane Turner. She was Hot Lips in Mash. So those of you Mash aficionados, you might remember this person. Burt Young plays Lou, and we know Burt Young probably from all the Rockies, Rocky, also yeah. Chinatown. Take it back even further. And Keith Gordon plays Jason Mellon, but he really only starred in Jaws two, uh, a couple other random you know bits. But he has pretty much become a director. He directed episodes of Leftover, episodes of Fargo, Legion, and Homeland. Hmm. So he's got a lot of TV really good director. credits. Yeah, yeah. And those are not those are good shows. Those are all four amazing shows. So that's kind of what he's turned into recently. Billy Madison, yeah, obviously. Uh, again, Adam Sandler as Billy Madison. I don't need to go through his credits. It's Adam Sandler. Bridget Wilson-Sampras as Veronica Vaughn. Uh, you will probably remember her most as Sonya Blade from Mortal Kombat, the original 1995. She was also in Last Action Hero, House on Haunted Hill. I know what you did last summer, although I can't recall her being in that. And Wedding Planner, but she must have been a small part. Mm-hmm. And then Darren McGavin as Brian Madison. Um, a Christmas Story, Raw Deal, Dead Heat. And I had to put this one. There was a 1990 film, Captain America, and he was in that. No kidding. Yeah. Well, if you don't know who he is from Christmas Story, he's the dad. He's the dad. He's also the dad in, obviously, Billy Madison. Yes. I think that, honestly, I think Burt Young, for me, <laughs> Burt Young is such a well-known. I mean, okay, I'm going to say Billy Madison is most likely going to win this category, but I do think that Adam Sandler. Burt Young, let's not forget like how much of an impact he's had, how many movies he was in, especially in the eighties. He was in the Rockies. I know it's huge. There's a lot of them. There were a lot of those. Bridget Wilson Sampras also married to Pete Sampras. Yes. We need to make sure we mention that. Well, yeah, not that that matters, but I, it's just a fun little fact. It's pretty cool. A little nugget it has nothing to do with her acting career, but I think she's great in last action hero. 
Mm-hmm. And of course, Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And I don't even care what people say. I like all of them. I don't like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That one's ridiculous. But I saw I, the most recent one. It's awesome. Did you like it? It was good. Yeah, I, I watched it last weekend. You. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was better than I expected it to be. It, it really was. They, they. It was an interesting. It, it was interesting how they crafted that story. But anyways. Yes, but no. It's no Mortal Kombat '95. All right, Billy Madison. Yeah. All right, Billy Madison. Two two. The other four Jacksons. These are what we call secondary characters. So in Back to School, we've got RDJ plays Derek Lutz. Paxton Whitehead plays Philip Barbe, who also played Mr. Waltham on Friends. I don't know if you remember that character or not. I do not. Well, I didn't watch a lot. I those mean, of you who are into Friends. I've seen Friends, but I have, I'm not obsessed with it. He's he's the really uptight professor in this movie. Oh, and, yeah. And he, he pops in a little bit on Friends. Anyway, okay. you Friends junkies out there will know who this is. Terry Farrell plays Valerie Desmond, who was also known for Star Trek Deep Space Nine. That's like the girl, the the, the love interest. Oh, that's what I remember. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. And then finally, M. Emmett Walsh plays Co- Coach Turnbull. Oh, actually, not finally. Sorry. Second to last. Second to last. You know him from Blade Runner and The Jerk. He's the jerk. That the he's, guy he's, he's shooting sh- the cans. Shooting all the yeah, cans. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid random. Yes, it is. Yeah. Picks a guy out of the phone book. And finally, William. Billy. Billy Zapka plays Chaz, who we know from Karate Kid. And most recently, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. And also How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> and, and As he's playing Billy Zapka. Yeah. The real Karate Kid. The real Karate Kid. <laughs> which was apparently proven in Cobra Kai. Anyways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Billy Madison. Bradley Whitford as Eric Gordon. Most notably West Wing. Also Get Out. Robocop 3. The Client. Cabin in the Woods. Josh Mostel as Principal Max Anderson. He was in Jesus Christ Superstar. City Slickers. The Money Pit. And then he was also in Big Daddy and Wall Street. Norm MacDonald as Frank, um, Dirty Works, The Animal, and obviously Saturday Night Live. Mark Belsman as Jack. He was in Home Alone, Mo Money, and The Wedding Singer, so he was the other kind of shiftless layabout. <laughs> and then Larry Hankin as Carl, and he was in Breaking Bad, El Camino, and he's also Barry, and then he was also in the movie Money Talks. First off, we get to say Norm MacDonald, R.I.P., Yes. It's a big loss. That is a big loss. He is great in this movie, even he though is, he has very few lines he and parts. Is, he is pretty good in this movie, yeah. He kind of steals certain scenes. I am obsessed with Bradley Whitford. I think he's fantastic, especially in West Wing, but he was in a TV show with Colin Hanks, too. I think it was called The Good Guys, or The Other Guys. It was The Other Guys, The Other Guys, which, unfortunately... Not the movie, The Other Guys. The no. TV show, The Other Guys. The other TV show. It might have been called The Good Guys. Either way, it was canceled after one season, and I was very sad about it. But having said that, I don't want to say it's because of Billy Zapka, even though for me that's why it wins. It's got to be because of RDJ. It's because of RDJ. RDJ, back to school, has to win. Billy Zapka just takes it over the top. It really does. It's like a <laughs> just an additional point of emphasis. That exactly. RDJ would have won this category most likely anyway. But Billy Zapka. Who, by himself. He's yeah, Billy yeah, Zapka's king. I agree. Okay, so three two, backup singers. These are deep dut, deep cut characters, and there are a couple, especially from well, really from both. Back to school. We've got Ned Beatty who plays Dean David Martin. If you don't know Ned Beatty, he's most widely known from Deliverance. Like that was kind of where he really mm-hmm. became part of pop culture. He's also in Network too, but uh, I know him most as as from Superman. Yeah, he's the the dummy <laughs> idiot friend. <laughs> Sam Kinison. Oh, good old Sam Kinison. He really turns it up a notch. He plays Professor Turgeson in this one. Danny Elfman is the Oingo Boingo band member singing the It's a Dead Man's Party that I've been singing all morning today. Yes, that you've been singing all day. Kurt Vonnegut makes an appearance at Plays Himself. We know him as the author of Slaughterhouse-Five. And Jason... And a lot of other things. A lot of other things, too, but that's the one. Jason Hervey plays Young Thornton. And if you don't know that, I, I, I was like, why do I know this dude? I looked it up, and I'm so mad I couldn't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, He's yeah. the brother from Wonder Years. Yep, yep. Yeah, right? yes. So, young flashback, Thornton Mellon, Jason Hervey. Billy Madison, Chris Farley as the bus driver, Steve Buscemi as Danny McGrath, and then Tim Hurley, he is actually makes an appearance as an architect. Yeah. I don't, I, I actually, re- I don't remember when, but. I, I don't know. I was I like, architect? I was I like, I feel huh? like that maybe is a cut scene. It has to be, but. I don't know. Primarily, I just added him because it was he was a, he was the writer and he probably makes cameos and everything. But it's really Farley and Buscemi. 
Yeah, this is a little bit harder for me, uh, only because I think Sam Kennison and Ned Beatty, especially in the 70s, were so, I, I don't know, so popular, especially well, Sam Kennison. Well, not to mention, like, Kurt Vonnegut's probably, just, he's, he's a little famous too. And Danny Elfman, he's no slouch either. No. no. Obviously not for acting, and that maybe that's kind of where this category, we maybe, maybe make a decision based on, maybe it's not based on acting, it's based on notoriety. Right. Like we did one, and it was, uh, for Congo, it was Jimmy Buffett was one of the pilots. Kind of a big deal. Right. So I think if we're going on acting chops, we got to go Billy Madison, Chris Farley, and Buscemi, right? I agree. But I think if we're talking just overall people, influence on pop culture, now it's a little bit harder because of Danny Elfman, because of Kurt Vonnegut. And even, and, Sam, and and Sam, even, Kennison. And even Sam Kennison, even though he you know, passed away young, just like Chris Farley did, but... What what's, what are you going with here? What's your instinct? It's it's hard. We can, you know we can make up the rules. We can go with a tie. It's hard to discount Steve Buscemi because he's mm. been in everything, and honestly, and also Chris Farley, like the yeah. impact that he had, especially during this time period in the '90s. Like, granted, this was a small part, and he was just starting to roll, like starting to get into movies, but he was huge. He'd right. probably still be huge if he was still alive. <laughs> Insert bad literal joke there. Well, yeah, that's fine. So I'm going to, you know what? Let's go with Billy Madison. And I'll tell you why, because I think there's some other characters from Back to School that we're going to give recognition to later on. They're going to take some other categories. So we can, we'll give this one to Billy Madison. I agree. Okay. Billy Madison. Three, three, John Williams, the John Williams category for music. As the, the aforementioned Danny Elfman did all of the, the music for Back to School. You may know him most from Nightmare Before Christmas and Men in Black, and also Chicago, but he's just been in a ton of things. And again, his his band at this point is just Oingo Boingo. He's just the lead singer of Oingo Boingo. And eventually he becomes this gigantic, this may have been the beginning of it, this this, this huge composer and pe- person that you know writes songs and music and lyrics for film yeah. and TV shows. Absolutely. Uh, Billy Madison, Randy Edelman, uh, he had a ton of stuff. I just combed through it just to pick out some things that... I was familiar with um, Ghostbusters 2, Twins, Kindergarten Cop, My Cousin Vinny, Gettysburg, The Whole Nine Yards, Down Periscope. I had to, had to mention that one. <laughs> the Mask, Son, that, of, Son of the Mask, and a lot more. Is that, is, is real quick tangent, is, is Down Periscope a future bad movie? It's not a bad movie. <laughs> okay. It's a, I guess it depends on the, the critic score of whether it's considered a good, bad movie okay. or not. I haven't I haven't done the research. He's got yet. a really but a, a lot I mean he's got a lot of comedies here, but then to kind of go from Down's Periscope, Whole Nine Yards, Ghostbusters Two to Gettysburg, like that's a gigantic right? change in, in genre there. Yeah. Having said that, I think Danny Elfman has got a witness. I only put three on here from him, but there are his library, his hundreds his, his filmography is Thousands. insane. I'm fine with that. Okay. All right. Danny Elfman, bring it home. Bring it home for the music. Okay, so scenes to nerd out on. So there are... This is harder for Billy Madison, but for Back to School, I kind of tried to... A lot of these are like continuous scenes. They're not like one particular clip. It's kind of like an entire maybe 10 minutes of, of something it, it, going on. It's either that or it's like this little part. Right. Well, so for Back to School, the first part is the dinner party. Well, yeah. And just the whole, you know, he's, he's, you're introduced to his terrible wife and he's cheating on him. He doesn't even care. He just wants to make a sandwich. Like, that's all he really gives a shit about. Yeah. And then he pulls out, you know, again, typical Ryan Dangerfield. She's like, I'm going to take you if I want. Oh, yeah. How about, how, what do you think you're going to think of these pictures? Yeah. Oh, look at this. Oh, there you look are. This Polaroid. Right. Yeah. I don't, there's, with the pool boy. Where did, where did he come from? Like, it's just over the top <laughs> Dangerfield. Yep. The whole registration scene and when they fake that Bruce Springsteen is out in the limo mm-hmm. to then be able to register for, for a class. And it, and there's a really good back and forth between Ronnie Dangerfield and, and uh, Zapka too. Yeah. Where he's trying to cut the line. He's, he's like, if you go and get a note from every single person, RDJ, in this line, not Rodney. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. RDJ is doing this. Yeah. If you get a note from every single person in this line saying it's okay for you to jump in front of them, then maybe we'll talk. <laughs> he's just such a smart ass. Um, the first business class, that's what I, uh, that entire part, which is, they're talking about, he's talking to, about the construction costs. And he's like, why don't you lease instead of build, take your down payment, roll into a CD. Blah, blah, like you have to grease the politicians and, and exactly, exactly. Like almost it's like, that's great. But like, let me tell you how it works in the real world. Right. Well, the, the real world. 
What are we making? Widgets. It doesn't matter. It's a fictional product. <laughs> which, which I would argue it absolutely matters what the product is. If you're going to build sure. a business, like you got to know what it is because you got to know how to market it. Widgets is one of those terms that I definitely heard here and I have used while like explaining things in class about business. Like it's yep. a, it doesn't matter what it is. We're just talking about any product or service. It's called a widget. I'm not sure if it was invented in this movie, but that's the first time I heard it. You're taking it from this movie. That's where I got it from. Yeah. The Sam Kinison, basically his first meltdown about Vietnam. And he Great. just starts screaming at this poor girl. And then Ryan Dangerfield eventually starts screaming back at him. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's really passionate about what I have no idea. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the whole bar scene, which you already said this quote to me earlier today. Do you want to say it again? No. Bring us a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until someone passes out. And then bring one every 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And I've definitely said that before. I have said that too. And, uh, oh, no, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Well, I don't get mad. I get upset. When I get upset, Lou gets mad. <laughs> I don't have a problem. Now you do. That's <laughs> just so ridiculous. Uh, the whole party with the Oingo Boingo and with the, you know, there's the... There's no, the, this, yeah, the midterm party. Yep. There's the scene in the hot tub where his girlfriend, quote, gets mad at him. Hot lips. Hot lips gets mad at him for no reason. We'll get to that later on. That was, yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. A little, little, little hypocritical. More on that later. A little over the top. The studying montage, like the entire studying oral exam montage, right? Yeah. He's sleeping. He's falling asleep. He's being read to. He's And finally, he's going through the actual oral exam. Mm-hmm. And, and the professor from this says, I only have one question. In 27 in parts. In 27 parts, yeah. I feel like I just gave birth <laughs> to an accountant. And then, and then the last answer is four. <laughs> Correct. Correct. And then, of course, the final dive the triple meet Lindy. with the triple Lindy. What, what's your what's your favorite scene? I like the business class. That is a really good one. I like that one. And then I also like um, Sam Kinison. Again, it's a very, very, very short, small little, but mm-hmm. it's Sam Kinison like, doing his thing. Doing th- Kim, uh, again, Sam Kinison. Probably ad-libbing the entire thing, I'm sure. Or like giving like a note, like a little note being like, it's this topic. Now go. Okay, fine. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going to go with the final dive meet only because I think that is the the most well-known scene of the whole film. True. It's maybe not my favorite scene. It's pretty close up there though. Uh but I just love it and and I and I was I was saying earlier too that I I mean I used to do that on not not the triple Lundy on on no. on platforms, but I definitely did like the you know the under the armpit, you know. Oh, and then make the, make the farting noises, and then the suck your thumb, pull your thumb on your mouth to test the wind, <laughs> as if I have any clue what the hell that's doing. I still do that on the golf course now. Oh, it's windy, just as a smart ass. Like, oh, it's coming from the northeast. Yeah. So that's my that's my favorite scene. What do we got? Billy Madison. Lots yep. of scenes in this one. So it was hard to narrow down specific scenes. I try. I did. I, I tried to get it, um, knowing full well that I can quote this entire movie. And rewatching it, I realized, yep. I can still quote this entire movie, and like you said, it's like crazy. how much is actually still ingrained in our vernacular to the to this day is yeah. I don't know what that says about us as people, but whatever. I don't. Care. I mean, this is just a movie that everyone watched constantly. I mean, I watched this so much, and it was it was it's interesting. Movies like this in the '90s, and even back to school too. You know, I never knew what version I was watching. So whenever you watch a movie now, like especially like the R-rated version, like oh, I didn't really see that a lot because it's always on TV, TBS or something like that, right? Like syndication. Yep. So, um, dodgeball. So I try to narrow this, the dodgeball scene just, just because it's funny and, and, and you can, <clears throat> you could like, now you all are in big, big trouble. Yeah, like when he, when he go, <laughs> and, and like the whole thing, like he gets hit and then he goes back inside and she's dancing all crazy. And then no, no, this is no, just go back outside. Just go back outside. Um, <laughs> the field trip scene again, the whole thing, like the bus ride there. Yeah. Them stealing the lunches. Yeah. That's assault, if, brother. If peeing your pants is cool, <laughs> consider me Miles Davis. Like the whole, again, that's not really like a scene. That's like a segment of the movie. But again, mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Uh, the science class in high school. Again, really just because of chlorophyll. Sounds like borophyll. More like borophyll. More like borophyll. No, I will not make out with you. Proceed with the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so again, just a classic scene. The musical number. Just because I like that he so adds a musical number in it, and it's yeah, I don't, I still don't understand why it ends that way. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more gum? But whatever, <laughs> it does. 
and then the decathlon probably more specifically if i had to pick a segment of the decathlon mm-hmm. it's the final scene where they got the board and they're choosing the i Jeopardy choose esque. business ethics like that part right the whole thing is good but that part specifically i got a couple more i want to throw in there mm-hmm. there, were just, I, I there were just so I many i could have i could have added more i tried to trim it down as best i could I, and i think it's because of maybe jan and i we quote this often like, yeah, magazine day, Nudie magazine, and day. that's the very beginning of the movie. Or if I say like I say, did I forget to do something? She'll just say, drink five, drink, drink five. Drink, 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 no, no, you remember no, to do remember that. To do that. <laughs> the bathtub dinner table, just the whole shampoo goes on first to oh, clean the hair. Yeah. Conditioner is better. It's so stupid, but it makes it silky and smooth. Again, I have said that before while in the shower, and Jana's getting ready. Just, just <laughs> fucking gibberish nonsense. Uh, just to bring levity to the beginning of the morning when we're all miserable. I really think that just the kindergarten, the entire, besides dodgeball, but just to extend that further, the, uh, your, no milk will ever be our milk. What about you, sideburns? You want some of this milk? I'd rather have a beer. Right. And then the blue duck. I drew a blue duck blue because I've never seen a blue duck. And that's something else I, honestly, I say often. I wanted to see a blue duck. I say that a lot. The, uh, just Eric planning the whole sabotage. And just that, yeah. that kind of him, you know, him scheming, who will help me defeat? Who Billy? will help me destroy Billy, <laughs> destroy Billy Madison? And that, and that goes back to then Veronica making the moves. It's, it's him studying and he, she's she's taking off her shirt as she gets questions right. And then putting it back, I was clo- putting the shirt back I on. I was close to adding that one. And then it and then, ends with Chris Farley, and then Chris doing, the Farley doing the same that thing. That is correct. <laughs> I was close to to adding that one just because that one. Dear, for the love of God, stop. Put it, don't put on your clothes. He's just saying 1996 or whatever. 1492, 1497, 1985. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but oh, the phone call to Buscemi. I got to put that on there because that, and there's a great, obviously, callback. Glad I called I'm that glad guy. Glad I called that guy. That's just fantastic. And Steve Buscemi is just brilliant in it with basically his 60 seconds of screen time, probably. Right. He's right. that on the phone, then he gives the thumbs up, up later on, and then that's he's out. But I, I think for me, it's also, I mean, my favorite scene is the the academic decathlon. It's, yeah, wrapping it I up. agree, I agree. Yep. And I, you know, I got to say that um, this is before internet, and I'm going to put myself on spot, so friends of mine that have yearbooks, you can go back, and one of my yearbook quotes was from this film, but this is before the internet. I'm defending myself. It was there, but you couldn't really, you had to, like, watch it, and I remember I'm quoting Billy Madison. This is the beginning of me quoting movies incorrectly but it's forever ingrained on in our in our in our quotes in our graduating year yearbook of me quoting billy madison but the quote is wrong <laughs> who's what, what year i it, when we graduated high school well so it's like in our senior year it's ours i did it it says we are all stupid because of you that's what i put on the, and that is not that is not the no, quote. i was gonna say because it's right like I, I got it right in there. i know and it's the incorrect <laughs> quote but 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 the the idea was was correct no the idea i, I totally right. fucked that up that's all right Internet, stupid internet, which has been existed. You were just better. You were just a high school kid. It's all good. And no one knows. No one else knows. Now everyone knows. Now everyone knows. Okay, nerd facts. So back to school. Uh, in the original script, Ronnie Dangerfield's character was poor, but Harold Ramis actually said, "Let's make him rich." I don't even know how this works with him poor. How does that work? I don't know how it works. I think it's a completely different movie. It is a completely different movie. Like you can't, it, it, the whole thing doesn't work. Like the whole plot doesn't work. Yeah. Cause he's buying his way out of everything. That's the whole point is he's super rich. I don't know. It's, it's he's super rich and he never went to college and he's like, he's again trying to encourage his son. So I was like, well, screw it. I'll go with you. Yeah. Interest, interesting. And like, spin don't, if this don't were to be. <laughs> right. If he's poor, it's like, what? The? He's got to get into college. I don't know. I don't know where that, I don't know how that he's works. He's got to go to college to. Good change. Good change. When Thornton talks to Kurt Vonnegut Jr. over the phone, the last thing he says before I hang up is, next time I'll call Robert Ludlum. And uh, he, if you don't know who Robert Ludlum is, he's a spy novelist. He was actually one of Dangerfield's real-life neighbors at the time. Diane's house is the same uh, used for the Doyle house where Jamie Lee Curtis babysat in Halloween, which came out in 19... Like the first Halloween, 1978. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. It's an old house. No. This was the sixth highest grossing film of 1986, the second highest grossing comedy of the year after Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee, it's hard to, hard to beat that it's one. Hard to beat that one. Like his character in his youth, Ronnie Dangerfield was actually an acrobat, an acrobatic high diver. Like he did that for real. I thought about that. I don't, I don't know if you noticed this. 
maybe I was analyzing it too much, but there are parts where Dangerfield, he looks very comfortable in the pool. And mm-hmm. it's almost like he, he, he really exaggerates his swimming stroke. Did you get that? Like, no. there's no reason he just breaks into a crawl to get to the edge of the pool when he's four feet away and he's in shallow water. Like, that's, that, that's, that's just demonstrating I know how to swim. I just, very, liked, I just liked the awkward cuts to, like, where it's him. And then it cuts. I'm like, that's not him. And then it comes back, and then it is him. I'm like, yeah, that's... but then it's him in the water, and he's showing off his, his, his he's, freestyle. He's showing off. He can swim. So, uh, duty due to Rodney Dangerfield's contractual obligations with the Miller Brewing Company and his appearances in Miller Lite beer commercials at the time, only Miller beer was allowed to be shown in certain scenes. So product, product so that, that's, placement. That's what happens. Like he's pulling, he's pulling beer out of the fridge, dinner party. The college party, all a whole bunch of oh, and the police are carrying. Yeah, the police are carrying Miller. Uh, Miller Lite. Yeah, yeah. So RDJ, speaking of him, was also working on SNL at the time, which is again 1975. While he was working on this film, he would fly from New York to Los Angeles twice a week for filming. That's a hell of a of a schedule there. Yeah, but you know, whatever. Hard, hard work pays it, off. It worked. And finally, the room in which Thornton Mellon takes his three hour oral exam is the same room in which Alex Owens makes her successful da- dance audition from Flashdance. That's a callback. I mean, there's all in these same sound stages and things like that, but it's just kind of cool. That is pretty cool. Billy Madison. So during the dodgeball scene, Adam Sandler hit the kids with the dodgeball as hard as he possibly could. Fuck yeah, he would. I would too. <laughs> the editor had to cut away quickly after each hit so that he didn't show the children crying. <laughs> He's got the black eye, the black nose. Mm-hmm. Well, and he hit one kid in the stomach, hit another one in the groin. Like, yeah, I mean, you rewatch that scene and like, that's great. Yeah, he is really hitting those kids hard. Yeah, serves him right. Adam Zendler <laughs> said of the title character, "Billy's the closest I've ever come to playing myself." Hmm. Norm, Sounds about right. Norm Macdonald was drunk in the scene where his character is wasted. A real method actor. Method actor. Like, <laughs> says I got to be drunk, so I'm going to be drunk. <laughs> Bradley Whitford never actually saw the film after it was released, but according to his brother, people would often shout business ethics, a reference to the scene where his character is challenged to discuss that as a subject. <laughs> Look at his balls. They're funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> when Billy Madison apologizes to Danny McGrath for being mean to him in high school, Danny crossed Billy's name off the people to kill list. The eight other people left on the list are all crew members of the movie. I paused it this time watching it to see if I recognized those names. I didn't recognize that's, any. I didn't either, but that's fantastic. And here's a couple of casting ones. Charles Bronson turned down the role to play Billy's father, which I don't see how that, like... I, I think that, how, it, how that if works. he's his dad, he probably just kicks the shit out of him and then right? he never makes him go back to school. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. He just, he's, I, I don't know. He's maybe. like, I'm going to make you, I'm not going to make you go back to school, but you're not getting any of my inheritance. Yeah. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Get out. <laughs> End of movie. And then David Spade was considered for the role of Frank. Okay. I could see which, that. Which I guess is all right. Yeah. In real life, Adam Sandler's mom is a nursery school teacher. This is her favorite movie of his. <laughs> it should be. Well, and, and that actually makes sense that they spend so much, they spend so much time in kindergarten. Well, and like, like, and even like the first couple years really and then well yeah really and, then, and, it just, the well, and then it has that montage of like yeah bradley whifford just kind of moving <laughs> billy's face all the way through high school and like the kids that he stays friends with are third graders <laughs> yeah which is funny the lunch lady serving Sop- sloppy joes is a reference to adam sandler's popular song lunch lady land from his 1993 album they're all gonna laugh at you which we listened to over and over and over again freshman year i love that album so college much. not high school yeah yeah mm-hmm <laughs> And then if you look closely around the office, you'll actually see photos of young Adam Sandler. It's a good little yeah. attention to detail. Yeah, I like it. All right, the Heath Ledger Award for scene stealing. So for back to school, we've basically got, and if you have more nominations, please, please throw them out there. Ronnie Dangerfield. Obviously. Billy Zapka. <laughs> Billy. RDJ and Sam Kinison. I mean, he's hard. I mean, Sam steals the one scene he's in. He really does, and he goes he goes toe to toe with our, with uh, Roddy Dangerfield. He does, and Kinnison Kinnison wins that one. <laughs> and Billy and Billy plays a good prick. Yeah, he does. I I, I do, and actually, I think RDJ. That's why he's nominated because I think RDJ is very charismatic. And you're like, what a fucking 
smart ass loser. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's very, you're drawn to him. You kind of you kind of just want to see what he's going to do next. He's so over the top ridiculous. But and you can and you can say the same thing about Rodney too, as far as you 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 don't know what he's going to and you really don't know what's going to come out of his mouth. I hate to in, I, in a different way from RDJ. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So I I think that Rodney, I think we agree. With, he probably st- scenes or steals all the scenes. He dominates the screen. Let's take him out because he's the main actor. He's okay. probably supposed to. So he if should. We're, if well, we're pulling yeah. him out, who is maybe next in line? I think I'm going. I think Sam Kinison. I would go Sam. Okay, let's go Sam. RDJ. Even though a, he, a again, second, but. very similar to like what we did with Congo. He's only in one scene. But he sure should stole it. Yeah. Oh, he's no, he's in a couple. He's hey, well, I guess he's in a couple, but like he's in one yeah. main scene. Like he's an ensemble cast in the other scene, and like the yeah, like the. But that one scene, man, it stay, it's 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 it stands it, out. It's Sam Kinison. It's best. Uh, Billy Madison. I, I probably could have listed a couple others, but Bradley Whitford, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Farley. And those are the only two I listed. I think you put Steve Buscemi in there. Uh, I, I he's not really Steve. He's. I don't know he, if he's stealing. He's, not, he's not really stealing anything. He's also because, not really on screen with anybody. So Right. He's kind of by himself. Right. Well, you know my vote. My vote is Bradley Whitford. My vote is Bradley Whitford because Bradley he's Whitford. Gr- he's great in this movie. He is so good in this yeah. movie. No, and I had to list someone else, so I, put, I could have just listed Bradley Whitford, and <laughs> that right. would be it. Bradley Whitford wins. All right, Peak of the Mountain. So here's what I've got for Back to School. Let's do one at a time. First one, Ryan Dangerfield. When did Caddyshack come out? Okay, so let me list these, these movies. Before this? Caddyshack is 80. Okay. This is '86. Back to school. Yeah. Ladybugs. Don't forget. Don't, hey, don't sleep on Ladybugs. '92. Natural Born Killers. '94. And then Meet Wally Sparks is '97. I don't remember. Who was he in Natural Born Killers? He's the dad. He's the dad of Juliette Lewis. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah. He's a. He's a. He's fucking creepy as fuck. Like it, it is. It is freaky. He's. He plays it pretty well. I'm not saying that's his peak, but he's does a really good job at it. Um. I actually think okay. I think he's most well known for Caddyshack, but basically, so you could it didn't really launch his acting career though. Did he really have an acting career? I'm not sure he did. He didn't really have I, one. I, That's probably why he keeps saying I get no res- well. Why he always said yeah. I get no respect. I think Back to School and Ladybugs. It's, for me, it's one of those two. I would say it's this one. I think it probably is too. But but you can make an argument for Ladybugs. You totally could, but I just think this one's more well known. Maybe this ar- this this movie is more well known than Ladybugs. Yeah. Maybe the argument is he got Ladybugs because he's the main character in that, and that's it because of this. Even though it's six years later, it is. He did a lot of other stuff. He's on it, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Billy Zapka, Peak of the Mountain. So Karate Kid's eighty four. This is eighty six, and then a later peak is Cobra Kai in two thousand eighteen. It's gotta be Cobra Kai. No, I'm saying like there's two like this was. This was the first peak. Okay, I, I agree. I, I actually I think, do because I think it would, and then it went away, and now he's coming, and, and now he's on the way back up because he like makes a small bit appearance in Karate Kid Two, and then there's just a bunch of random ass shit that he's in. Exactly. I think I think we're gonna look back on this, and we're gonna actually say Cobra Kai is his peak. I think his so. career is over with. I think so too. But like right, now, I think, or maybe he just has two. Possibly. It's like Aerosmith. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Seventies, nineties. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. What about Burt Young? So let me let me rattle off these years. Rocky is in seventy six, Rocky four, eighty five, and all the other Rockies. I didn't list all of them, but just just to, for time reference, Rocky four is eighty five, yeah. and then Back to School is eighty six. Yes, you think this is his peak? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. I think I think I'm going Rocky four. No, I'll go this. Okay, I'll still go this. I don't think it's the wrong answer, but I think he takes more of a role in in Rocky four. One, it's it was I just, remember him just you know he's he's dancing rubbing the guy's head <laughs> well he's basically it's he's basically playing the same character in this movie right i mean he, i don't know if his acting range is large but, he, but he's good in the movies that he's in he's good playing this type of role he's typecast hey you know what you can make a living doing that all right i gotta throw also danny elfman i think it's nightmare before christmas oh it's good yeah it's not this it's definitely, definitely not this is definitely not it this is but definitely what not is it. what is it probably is a nightmare before christmas yeah could be maybe Men in Black. There's some other things that he's a lot of other things he's done. Diving competition movies. The answer is yes. I couldn't find any other ones. I was, I was just I was like well, he could maybe like throw swimming competitions in there, I guess. But but it's got to be. Is there another swimming competition movie? I don't think so. This is this is this is, this is just basically this is aquatic films, aquatic competition films. Yeah, movies this about is, movies where the sports the central sports team is the diving team. Yeah. Okay. So mad, mad respect to divers, but you just don't see a lot of movies about them. You really don't. So yes. All right. 
peak of the mountain for Billy, for Billy Madison's. What do you got? Bridget Wilson Sampras. I think that it probably. I mean, okay. I actually, this is one I had written down too. So I'm gonna let me give you some numbers out of you. I don't think it is, but we could argue this. Last Action Heroes in '93. Billy Madison's '95. Later on in that year it's is Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat in '95. Yeah. So what do you, so I, I say no, I think it's Mortal Kombat. I would say just the year of 1995 was her peak. Is her, that's a big year. That's a big <laughs> year for big old, year for old Sampras. Okay, all right. Who else? Josh Mustel, the principal. The principal. Oh, I don't know. City, that's kinda... City Slickers was 91. Okay. This is, and this is 86? This was 95. Oh, this is 90, 95. I'm sorry. Back here, to school here, was 96. Right, um, right. I think it is. What do you think? I think so. I think it is, yeah. He's definitely more well-known for this than yeah. a lot of his other roles. Yeah. Okay, then yes. Um, I wrote down Chris Mee because he plays the penguin, and that's literally his only credit. <laughs> <laughs> Large, oversized penguins. And then also, what's his name, Chris Mee? Uh, it's M-E-I, so how right. May, yes. Me, yes. My. Yes for both. <laughs> yes. So yes. Too and then, hot for a damn penguin to be out here. And then I, want, I, I was going to put Adam. Well, let's let's talk just about so that. we can talk about it. Even though I don't think it's the peak, I think it's on the way up. Well, I, I was gonna talk about it anyway, so this is perfect. Okay, All right, good. So Adam Sandler, let me let me give you some dates. SNL, he's on the SNL from ninety to ninety five. Yeah. Airheads, fucking great. In ninety four, Billy Madison ninety five, Happy Gilmore ninety six, Wedding Singer ninety eight, Waterboy ninety eight. Yeah. Man, late 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 nineties, mid late nineties. Big Daddy in '99, and then Little Nicky in 2000. That's that's definitely not the peak. That's where it starts going down. But what do you think is his peak? '98. You think Wedding Singer slash Waterboy? Both of them. I, mean, I love Big Daddy, yeah. so you could probably make an argument for '90. Like maybe it's here, and then it's, and yeah. then Big Daddy's a lateral, and what? then Little Nicky it starts going down. Well, I think his best, I think his best movie is Big Daddy. I, I do. That's my opinion. This is pretty close. I, I I don't know, but I think the one that most people know. I have to do an episode. I think the on one that. that everyone knows, which is Billy fucking Adam Sandler. That sounds good. We could argue about this for two hours. Yeah, we could. I think it's Happy Gilmore. I think that's his peak. I think Happy Gilmore is the one that everybody knows. Yeah, I think it's not this. It's either it's either Happy Gilmore or I guess you could argue Big Daddy too. Or I guess mm-hmm. well, nine, the year of ninety eight. That anyway, it's not mm-hmm. this. I'm saying Happy Gilmore. You say ninety eight. Our senior year of high school was his peak. Done. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Because that was 98 and 99. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a couple more. I'm going to throw at you. Bring it. I, I want to talk about Norm. We got to talk about Norm McDonald just for a second. I don't know. I, I Again, I thought yeah. about bringing I don't think so. I And I, I actually, I, I, already, I already think I know what, what my, Dirty peak, works. my peak is for him. Okay, yeah. Okay. So Dirty Works was his SNL peak. is 93, 98. Madison's 95. Dirty Work is 98. And then I think he, that, had, he actually had a show called Norm from 99 and 2001. But I think you're right. Dirty Work is what got him I the think, show. I think Dirty Work was his peak, yeah. For me, it's actually playing Burt Reynolds in, uh, in Celebrity Jeopardy. In Celebrity that's, Jeopardy. That's my peak for him. That's just the most amazing thing He did pretty seen. good. And man, he was great on Weekend Update, too. Mm-hmm. I think people maybe gloss over that a little bit because he was just so dry. But he would just say the most dry, ridiculous quote or jokes and then just stare at the screen until everyone laughed. If anything, it's out of being uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and it was just like, fucking brilliant. You're supposed to laugh now, you sons of bitches. <laughs> you guys don't get it, but I'll give you time to, to figure it out, how good yeah. this joke is. No? All right, fine. I'll move on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bradley Whitford, I, no. I think, no, it's West Wing. It's West Wing. Yeah, for sure. Last one I want to put out here is Steve Buscemi, but Steve Buscemi with Adam Sandler in movies. And he, here are the nominees. We've got Airheads, Billy Madison, Wedding Singer, and then Big Daddy. He's the Egg McMuffin. Mr. Deeds. And he's, Mr. Deeds. He's crazy eyes and Mr. Oh, Deeds. Fuck, he's in Mr. Deeds, too. Okay. Well, and I would say that's it. You think Mr. Deeds? I think, that, I think crazy eyes. Because he, he's a little bit, because, I mean, big, like this one, he's barely in it. Yeah. Big Daddy, he's, he's in a couple, like he's, he's there. Sausage McMuffin. And then he's in the courtroom. <laughs> and then that's pretty yeah. much it. Like, Deeds. He's in a few scenes. Yeah. Like, he's not an integral part of the movie, but, like, he's in more than a couple scenes. And, like, he's kind of... He's a, he's an actual character instead of just, like, I, a I, homeless guy on the street. But he... I mean, but that, that courtroom scene is fantastic, though. He's talking about guy, dad. If OJ can get away with murder, <laughs> Sonny should have his kid. This guy knows what I'm talking about. All right. So, well, okay. I'll, I'll give you... I'll give that to you. I think that's fine. But I do like that one, but I think... I like deeds. Okay. I like crazy eyes. All right. <laughs> Pepperoni and gumballs, my mm. favorite. Time heals all wounds. 
Except for these crazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Peak of the mountain. Good. Next category. So a star is born, which is basically what changes would we need to make if this was made today? So let's talk about back to school first. Um, okay. There surprisingly, and I was trying to think of a lot of things that changed about it. There aren't that many things that I, I was trying to think of. Like if we were in current times, I mean, obviously all, both these movies would be technology is of course different, right? That's easy to say. Yeah. It's in the eighties. I think you probably remove the fraternity naked shower scene. It's a little bit, uh, a little bit sexual salty. <laughs> you get rid of that. Oh, when he walks into the, the sorority. It's not the walking in part. It's the. The second time he goes back, oh. that's where it's a little like, okay, you're right. perfect. Yeah, all right. Um, there's certainly some homophobia in here that needs to be removed. It's not. It's not like crazy overt. Like it's not. No, because he. I don't change in front of other men. That's that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. It's like, all right, you could probably get rid of that. I also think there's not a lot of diversity here, and it would be nice to see some uh, females, some people of color. Um, that that would probably be updated a little bit. All the professors. Well, yeah, pretty much the only two women in our. Well, the love interests. They are. That's plural. right. They're just they're That's just they're, they're 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 plot drivers. Right. To to make the men characters grow. So that that gets flip flop. A little bit. Yeah. A little Absolutely. Bit, yeah. Absolutely. Uh that's all I got. Anything else you think? No. I was trying to think of this too and I couldn't really well, think of it. Was some decent changes, yeah. He definitely is not poor. He's got to stay rich. He's got to stay rich. You <laughs> can't doesn't be make any poor. sense to me. That's He's a whole new movie, though. It's and new... maybe maybe a different reason for why he's rich, other than like a tall and fat store. <laughs> that probably needs to change. It's probably not called tall and fat. It's, called it's, probably, else. it's probably called big and tall like it yes, is now. Yes, big and tall. But I do like it. <laughs> so maybe change that, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Billy Madison, what are we changing? Oh, Doyle. Yeah. Bullying is kind of a hot topic right now. Yeah. And, not, not, and not to say that like you couldn't do the... But like how everybody is like totally okay with it and just laughs about it yeah. like the reaction to the bullying would have to change mm-hmm. like he would have like odell would try to do that and he'd probably have to, he'd probably get shamed by everybody in the school for doing something like that to like a kid or whatever like mm-hmm. that like all the way through or like get sent to the principal's or there's office all the all the odoyles are boiling everybody at whatever grade they're in. exactly like that's probably a so I think that would. I mean, they get their comeuppance later on with the banana peel and the and, and the they whole, do and they the do whole station wagon going over the cliff, but still and they do so and you could still have them as an antagonist, but I just don't know how it would fly. Yeah, um, we we kind of referenced it already with the with the with the fun facts. Uh, Billy would be charged with assault after the dodgeball game <laughs> right. by every single parent. <laughs> I don't think he's making it out of that grade. Yeah, I don't think he's like making it out of one, that. He's be- I think he's getting arrested, and the parents are complaining, and then he's uh, he's gone. Third grade learning cursive. I, that's I don't know if that happens anymore. I, no, that, that's I, when, that's that, when we learned it. That you, but I'm just saying, like, if it got remade today, it's like coding now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you wouldn't. It's how be, to you use you your iPad? You don't go to the blackboard and write dugout in yeah, cursive anymore. Yeah. It's, so, it's Google. It's the Google suite. Right. And then just some kind of like the plot line could change. I mean, probably not. the. I said he wouldn't even need to go back to school. He could just sell the shares and live the dream. Or if you wanted to change it up a little bit, like he sells them and then he goes and he goes back to school and then he goes and starts his own company. What is the I don't even know what the, what is the company? Oh, so, right, he's hotels. a hotel. Okay. Hotel Titan. So he's like the Hilton's. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So yeah, well, you the, could and, change and a company like that. You don't just, you don't just pass over the ownership. Like it's, I would imagine it's a publicly traded company, and you can't just be like, I bequeath the company to my. Son. I mean, if it's like, private, you can private, do. You can do that. If for it's sure. private, you can do that, but not if it's public. No, no. If it's public, you can't really do that. So I did have, I did have one question. Like, let's say it's remade today. It, obviously, it's not the Adam Sandler group. Like, it's it's not the SNL group coming out of the mid '90s, early mm-hmm. mid '90s. Who is it now? Is it like? Is it the 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 Nick Kroll group that are all making you know they're they're doing a lot of really cool stuff with like Could Big be. Mouth maybe that group Nick Kroll John Mulaney I think like Mulaney, those guys. Mulaney plays a good would play a good Billy Madison in this he's cleaned up now he's getting he's he's got he's having a kid I think Nick Kroll could actually pull this off too but he's maybe a little bit too stupid he he'd play a really good drunk friend that's always just there just there or like trying to <laughs> or maybe like reworking that role into like a single person. And it yeah. could be Mulaney and Crawl like feeding off each other. Yeah, like Crawl trying to drag him down, and Mulaney be like, "No, I need to go back to school and prove that I'm no fool." Yeah. Anyways, that's that's good. 
All right, so inner nerd thoughts. So did we learn anything? Is there uh, just something that's really been pressing at you? So for Billy, or for back to school, um, I I just always forget. I don't always, I don't sit around thinking about this, but I, I was so pleasantly surprised but how much I just love Robbie, Ryan Dangerfield. Like he's entertaining. How many lines he says that are almost, they're almost so quick that if you're not paying attention, you'll totally miss the joke. He says things like, Rebecca, hold some of my calls. That's what he says that as he walks into the office. Like that's just a ridiculous line. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, or when he's talking about, again, back to the, the tall and fat, he's like, do I look fat in this suit? He's like a little bit. I gotta get, I gotta get bigger actors. <laughs> he says it again under his breath. Um, he says to, about his wife, lay off Vanessa. She gives great headache. <laughs> what? Just, I don't know. Just full of just ridiculous one-liners and, and, and puns. And I, I just, I, I really appreciate it. It made me laugh a lot, a lot more. The jokes hold up a lot better than I expected them to. They let's, do. Let's just throw it out. They let's absolutely put that do. Out there. How much, how much do you think it actually costs in today's age for him to buy a new business school? To be in, get to get into a, a what seems like an Ivy League school depends on the size. Well, it's definitely so a private school. The size of the building, fifty million dollars. Yeah, at least that's a hell of an endowment. Well, that's why the dean's like he can do whatever the hell he wants. What does he say? He says, but he's like, uh, I don't think you understand the, the amount, <laughs> the size of the check, the size of the check. Yeah. Um. Again, I already mentioned all the different quotes. And the thumb pits and the I can't believe you never did the thumb or the armpit. Thing. I never know. I never no, didn't do. That. All right, so we mentioned this earlier. We got to circle back. Diane is she the biggest hypocrite of the century? D- um, like, oh, she, the fact that she's like dating she's someone, dating else? the other professor, and then she's mad that and Thornton then, is flirting with or you know having some shenanigans in the hot tub at a party at his house with some with, coeds with people half his age. And she's like devastated, like storms out, like he's like I can't. Are you serious? You're basically like. I can't, playing two guys against I can't believe one another. you do this to me right what? really why don't you dump your boyfriend and I, hang out with it, me? no shit i was like I, I was i was mad at it maybe i should have been that mad but i was probably not that mad but no i mean yeah hypocritical for More sure hypocritical absolutely and just how i mean the triple lundy how ridiculous it is how much fun is it, it was it to watch again i loved watching it i rewound it and watched it a second time i did not rewind <laughs> and watch it a second time I, I thought it was ridiculous and i'm That's like why i liked it so there's much. no way this would work and really, if you think about it, it's really just about him acrobatically going from one springboard to another. The actual dive itself is really just like a double front flip. Yeah. It's nothing fancy. And it's from like the lowest springboard too. So, like, No, it's from the three meter because he jumps down and then he jumps over and then he does a, and then he does okay. like a barrel roll. Yeah. And he jumps over and then he does, and then he jumps and just does a flip. A and, single flip. A single the, flip on the board and then goes yeah. back on the board and then does a double and then dives. Yeah. Well. From the three meters. I loved it. Do you have any thoughts? money talks man yeah if you're, if you're if you're and that, again that's why he couldn't be poor he has to be rich because it, it's because he's rich that he's allowed to pretty that he's allowed to go back into school when he didn't even graduate high school and he's yeah. going to college Is because it, he wrote a big ass check it's almost saying, like a flip-flop sure, if, you, if you rewrite it, it's a flip-flop so it's it, it's like a rags to riches type story but not when you're a kid now it's like post high school which I, and doesn't that's a, work. Doesn't make any sense. And, and again, that's, that's been a, told a million times. And that's a totally different movie. Yeah. I mean, you're not remaking it. You're making a new movie. So. <laughs> so let me let me just ask this first question as far as like t- tying it into money talks to Billy Madison. So inner nerd thoughts. How much did Billy have to pay? Billy's dad have to pay the school district for this to be a thing? Not nearly as much. Yeah, but still, I mean, a good amount though, right? Did he did he build a new building? for the school district did he build like a new wing for like the the library at the grade school or something i don't know or he just wrote him a blank check but and said do, here do whatever the hell well, you that's, want well that's the question what do you think he would have what do you think i do i mean as a as an educator in the education system it's got to be a big check because there's a huge pr issue there <laughs> he's fucking tagging oh i mean it's probably grade schoolers with, um, i mean we're still talking millions of dollars yeah yeah okay it's a, it's some type of multi-million dollar. It's it's millions of dollars and it's yeah. probably a blank check to say here do whatever you want with it. What like, do you want to do? Buy all new books, buy all new buy all new computers, buy do whatever you want to, but here, yeah. here's money. Let my idiot son Yeah, deal with him for 24 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was just curious. What do you got? Um is calling your so Billy Madison, is calling your teacher really a thing? 
I'm glad you bring that up. Like, who just has their teacher's number, especially a third grader? Well, and especially a third grader in the mid '90s. Like, I don't think I ever ta- called one of my teachers once, ever, ever. In the '90s, especially not. Nowadays, teachers have numbers that they've given out, but again, not to a third grader. Right. And even if the parents have it, not to the third grader. <laughs> right. That's a little bit. It was really ridiculous. Yeah. Um, who eats a banana like that? I was supposed to say it's weird. <laughs> he takes the whole thing out of the peel and yeah. then throws the peel away and then eats the banana like that. Like, right? Who eat? Who who does that? Do you, how do you eat the banana? How do you eat a banana? Well, you just. But which which side though? What? Which side do you open? The one that you're supposed to open. Uh, which side are you saying? <laughs> the top. What's the top? The top is where they're all connected. That's not how you're supposed to open it. Why not? I just learned this. You're supposed to open it from the other side so you can hold it by the stem. And the top, the other side actually opens easier. My boy Sywell is not. Apparently he agrees. <laughs> yep. Apparently I've been living a lie I, for me 40 too. years. Me too. And I find myself, I don't think, if I actually don't think, open it correctly, I open it that way, which is like the traditional way. I'm uh, not saying, I'm not trying to hate on your brand opening skills. I don't I'm just, care. I'm putting that out there. Into the universe. If the only thing want. we walk away with today is how to correctly open up a banana, I feel like we've done our job. You're welcome, America. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, and then I think, well, just for me, you know, sometimes going back to school is the, is the best option. Yeah. Because he went back to school and he really, and like, no, he it's was, a different way to grow as a character. He's going to be a teacher, but like, I mean, I mean, in general, mm-hmm. sometimes going back to school is the best option for if you want to change. These are it's, sometimes you just need to go back to school and enable that change. Yeah, that's good. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to end it on that deep of a note, but that is very true. That was a good learning moment. It is a good. I do have a couple more questions though, and it has to do with the finals. It's this is a little bit of a of, of a nitpick for me. Why why does okay number one why are they just choosing one category piece? I'm I'm confused as to what's going on there. But number two. Billy didn't get his answer right. So why, when Eric is getting his answer wrong, does he just lose his shit? Because like, he was he was down one. Was he down a point? He was down a point. He was Billy was winning five four. Okay, well that's so, what I was going to ask. So that's is why he, he down it. he is down a, he is in fact down he is a down point. a point. So Billy didn't get his right, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, and he was not going to get his so right, he, so he was going to lose. So if he closes that one out, if he answers that question, it's game over. Billy Madison wins. Right. Okay. But and, and then but you bring up a good point. It's like. Well, there are a bunch of other categories. Like, if they both get it wrong, do then they just like pick another category until someone gets it right? Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. That's what I, I, okay. Apparently, so a little bit, a little bit needs to be. Per- apparently, the rules needed to be clarified because, at least for me, he was getting it wrong, and then he pulled a gun. <laughs> he loses his shit. <laughs> then he loses his shit. Just seemed like and, a and dr- drastic reaction. Yes, yeah. but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Okay, all right. Kind of to wrap this up. Who is the nerdiest of the nerds? Back to school. It won the, or I'm sorry, it was nominated for the American Comedy Awards Funniest Actor in a Motion Picture by Rodney Dangerford got that nomination. And it was the winner of the BMI Film and TV Awards for the Film Music Award given to Dan, my boy Danny Elfman. <laughs> so they got an award and a nominee. And then Billy Madison only MTV Movie Awards nominee for Best Comedic Performance, Adam Sandler. Not a bad. I mean, you know, I got to put that MTV movie. He's got a lot of those. <laughs> just a nominee. You didn't win. Well, I think I think that I'm just going to go ahead and give my opinion. I think that as far as which one has had a, a bigger impact on 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 society, on pop culture, on quotable moments, it's got to go Billy Madison. I agree. But but back to school is a really fun. Back watch. to school. Back to school does have a lot of quotable. And man, moments. it is it is Ronnie Dangerfield just humming. Mm-hmm. He, he, at his own, I mean, I would argue at his best. He, even though some of the quotes we know from him from Caddyshack are obviously incredible, that is definitely an ensemble where he's sharing a lot of screen time with with Chevy Chase and some other big hitters, right? Yep. So that's not his movie. This is his movie. This is his movie yep. and Ladybugs, <laughs> but and, and Ladybugs. But we'll give him this one too. So all right, back to school movies. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, you got any thank yous today? A little bit of nerd outreach? Uh, no, no. Uh, oh, I guess. No real thank yous. Some some well wishes. Boomer, my little beagle. It's mm-hmm. his birthday today. I don't know how old he is, but it's his birthday today. <laughs> he doesn't know either. And he, it's probably not his birthday. We just picked a date because we had no idea. Happy birthday, Boomer. Happy birthday, Boomer. And then congratulations, um, Adam, my nephew. 
Uh, swim team is nine and zero. Oh. They just won their they won their latest meet. They won on Friday. They won today. So they're they're undefeated in their swim season so far. So yeah. congratulations. Cool. Go at them. Uh, I'm gonna say speaking of, of undefeated Cardinals, seventeen in a row, breaking the old uh, the old franchise record. They did, and then they lost one, and now they won two in a row. Back back on a new streak. The streak starts again. <laughs> streak starts. We were again. driving to the game yesterday. This is a really fun little story. And up like, a van is like right next to us. I'm like, what's this dude's problem? He's honking. Finally, someone goes, roll down the window. I'm like, what's he's like? He's like, Cardinals, 17 in a row. We're taking it this year. I'm like, yeah. It was like, it was just such a fun little interaction that I thought was like going to go bad. It was just, it was really cool. That's some like major league, like it, it Cleveland told, it totally was. Shit. And we weren't like, we didn't have like a Cardinals flag on our car. We just, I think you just right. saw us wearing a jersey, me wearing a jersey right. driving the car. It's, like it's, that's like that's like, that's a, that's that scene where like the, they're walking by each other and they like turn around they're like number one it's like who's ever done that ever well i, I had a great experience with it yesterday. you have now so go cards uh, as always listen like us like the show share the show rate the show tell people about the show we always want to have more listeners and more input if you have any show show suggestions shoot us an email nerds new cool podcast at gmail.com Instagram, Facebook, Nerd is a New Cool Podcast, and uh, you know Twitter, Nerd is a New CO2. Obviously, listen to us wherever podcasts are found, and you can watch our YouTube channel. Watch us on YouTube. Which we've got a lot of really cool content coming, um, some kind of ner- some quick hitters, some better produced nerd takes. Uh, I think, yeah. think you're really going to uh, enjoy those. So. Absolutely. What's our next episode? Spooky Spectacular. Halloween. Yeah, we're getting close to Halloween, so we're gonna we're gonna maybe throw some horror movies out there that uh, might. Uh, I don't like horror movies. So this I is, don't like horror movies. All right, either. well, this, this is, gonna, is gonna be great. This is either gonna be the ones that scare us the most, or the ones that we are able to watch. So, or we could just go in a completely different direction and, and do spoof horror movies. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Well, I guess you'll find out. We got uh, things to talk. We about. got some time. But until then, thanks for joining us today. Bye, Bye everybody. Cool. Bye bye.